<laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> I can never get enough volume. <laughs> I'm worried no one will hear me in the back. <laughs> oh, like another episode of Hillbilly Broadcast. <laughs> um, this is actually a part two. Part two. Yeah. Um, of our last one, where we were discussing the price of tea in China. <laughs> actually, we were discussing uh, with Miss what it was like being a missionary kid. Before we get that, though, before we get to that, mm -hmm. try it again. Did you see the news article out of Florida? I'll read the headline for you. <laughs> Woman found naked in Florida storm drain is rescued again. <laughs> I'll say it again. Woman found naked in Florida storm drain is rescued again. I remember when this happened the first time. Okay? It's the same woman. She was found naked in a storm drain. Okay? Okay. Somebody called the law. It couldn't have been her, because where would she have been carrying the cell phone? But anyways, <laughs> right. She was naked. How she carry it? She was carrying a cell phone. Anyhow. That was a bad question. <laughs> hey. Because there's I'm a lot search, of places I'm you can carry I'm in search of the truth. Um, from Fox News. A woman who was missing for three weeks and then rescued from a Florida storm drain found herself in another underground tunnel system in Texas. Oh, my gosh. This woman's a Teenage Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Over the weekend, according to media reports, Lindsay Kennedy, 43 years old, climbed out of a six-foot drain pipe Saturday night and was taken to a hospital, her mother told West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, WPEC, a local TV station. Kennedy had been checked into a rehab. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kennedy had been checked into a rehabilitation facility in Texas when she wandered off. She said, "This had to have been one of those rehabilitation centers that you can basically leave whenever you want to." Because I would hate to be that facility who was getting sued because someone ended up dead in under their care. So what spurred the rehab? Is it because she fell into a storm drain in tech in Florida, or was she on drugs? What's what I'm saying? Is that is that why I, was she on drugs? Not, That's it does not specify. And at least you know, not good that I've seen yet. She was she was last seen in the area near the Dallas suburbs of Grand Prairie in Arlington. Authorities said Fox News has reached out to the Grand Prairie Police Department, but has not heard back. This woman, and I believe, this article is. Um, uh, the two stories are like weeks apart, if I remember correctly. It, excuse me, it makes me wonder what the heck's going on with uh, Florida people. Because I'll tell you why. When I was looking for articles for the show, mm -hmm. Fox News had, at the you just Google odd news, okay? Fox News has a section for it. Right there, woman found naked in Florida storm drain, Okay. <laughs> Number two, bodybuilder <laughs> bodybuilder who wed two sex dolls is now open to dating humans. I'm sure he'd be a real catch. <laughs> so anyways, what he'd I'm probably, saying is... He'd be really good for someone who like doesn't talk very much because it sounds like he this likes man's people a that don't killer. talk back. Let's be clear, and I'm not, I'm not here to get, to get nasty. But people that like them 
sex Frickin dolls. sex dolls. The ones that look shocked all the time. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Like, and their mouth is like, oh, their eyebrows are like so far up. Hail Mary, full of grace. <laughs> uh, and their mouth is gaping open the entire me, time. Sin. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, on my list right here, I had off Fox. Top one was the woman found naked in Florida storm drains rescued again. You scroll down. Florida woman, nearly naked, leads cops on high-speed chase and stolen... What if this was the same woman? Hey! <laughs> you know? What was the it? One I'm wondering. Scroll down. Scroll down. It's the no. next... No, it's one? not going to click. That's just a picture. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Figure it out. That's the that's picture. Let's pull up this article. Because i got to find out what in the heck's going on in Florida. Okay, this is from Fox News. No, nope, well. not the same one, but a okay. A Florida woman wearing almost no clothing was arrested Saturday after leading troopers on a high-speed chase through several counties in a stolen car, authorities said. Troopers were, alert, were alerted around 10 a.m. Saturday that the stolen 2009 Cadillac sedan, she has good taste in cars, was seen traveling on I-75 in Sumter County, the Florida Highway Patrol said. The stolen car was located on the interstate in Hernando County where troopers attempted a traffic stop, but the vehicle instead sped away, reaching speeds of 110 miles per hour. I've never went that fast naked. While changing lanes and using the roadway shoulder to pass other cars, troopers pulled up next to the vehicle in an attempt to persuade the driver to exit the interstate, but they only got mooned. According to an arrest report, eventually the driver exited the interstate onto state road 52 and it goes on and on the gist of the story we have a half naked tweaker <laughs> a <laughs> half naked streaker <laughs> she was both oh have you ever goodness. have you ever heard about the whole florida man thing no so if you google they say that people in florida are so crazy you google florida man and like your birth date Florida, Florida man, October 28th. And okay. there'll be some crazy news story about some dude in Florida from that day. <laughs> well, I understand. We should try that. Florida, y'all crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason you. why people leave Florida. <laughs> we love you, but you're all crazy down there, man. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time Stay for away that. from us. <laughs> the COVID cases are dropping in West Virginia. Oh, that's good. They said we're dropping down to, I think, levels not seen since last October. And that That's very good. I'm, was, I'm very good. happy for that. Because um, for a while there, we were really worried about a spike because we're going into the summer. And hopefully, that's just, like, not even going to happen. And we'll... Because we did get a little bit higher, and then it just keeps on dropping. So. Well, things appear to be going... Uh, at least people has confidence that, that we're doing all right because all... We talked about, uh, I think, on uh, episode before last, that a lot of the festivals were coming back, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. We're getting ready to. This will have already happened by the time we air this, but the Blue and Gray Week uh, reunion is getting ready to happen in Philippi, uh, close to where we live, here in West Virginia. And they had, uh, they had Strawberry Fest. They had uh, what was we just? Oh, Memorial Day. They had several, several celebrations for that. So things and are now, coming back around. Now the Blue and Gray. That's why I said it's just getting ready to happen uh, okay. this weekend. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Actually, it started today, the third. 
The it third did. through the sixth. I drove past there. I almost stopped, but I thought, nah, I better get home and, <laughs> and twiddle my thumbs. You need to take me to Funnel Cake Saturday. I, I could do with some Funnel Cake. Sounds really good. Um, I was going to say one thing about the um, COVID. It was interesting how, I guess, the, is it Justice? He was saying that um, he'll give people guns and money. If they get I the COVID shot, I was Guns, like, money, and West Virginia hunting license. That is the most West Virginia bribe I've ever heard of in my life. That is like, okay, because remember how on they were um, doing all these commercials and they were saying, like, making it sound outdoorsy. And instead of it being like some nerdy sounding person, they would have some like Sam Elliott or whatever his name was. Only you. Like, okay, so only you can get save yourself from COVID. Like, it, sounded, really doing this? it really sounded like a manly, like, it was a pitch for all the men to go get their COVID shots because, like, as women, we're trying to be healthy. This annoys me. They yeah. actually did this? They actually had, like, men, yeah. like, saying, like, doing the outdoorsy theme thing. Listen, and, and I'm fine with whatever to you want to do. to the men. Like, for you, example, you're not interested in it. So, you know. I'm not really saying that, right? Listen, you know why you don't buy a new car the first year they make that new model? You wait to see if they're going to get the kinks worked out. That's all I'm saying. I'm just uh-huh. checking. We're going to make sure the kinks are out. Then, then it's another story. Anyways, I'm over here working on a baby, so I don't want to get a shot yet. <laughs> I beg your pardon. How am I supposed to pull us back from that? <laughs> you don't. It's true. Okay. So last time we were talking about uh, you were in New Guinea, right? And you know we talked a little bit about you know it was so it was dangerous. It was uh, it rained all the time. It was just like you would think of a mission field being. Yeah. Uh. So what was your lifestyle? I mean, uh, do we have missionaries over there that are like Joel Osteen? Oh, I'm <laughs> sure there's missionaries over there like Joel Osteen. So um, you guys made it rich, is what you're saying? Yeah, we actually did. We came back millionaires. Did you really? Yeah, and By I'm lying George. so bad. <laughs> no, we, we... I missed my calling. We came back broker than a joke. Um, my parents, like, because the inflation, like, a dollar was worth $10 over there, or $9, mm-hmm. whatever. And so we did have a little bit more money to the average person but whenever you're using every single bit of your money to support an entire mission station like that would how much money your mechanic oh i don't know i i would say maybe about twenty thousand twenty thousand for what a year well, I was thinking per week. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My parents were doing real so good. So twenty thousand dollars a year. I would say. And I, what did this have to cover? This had to cover everything. Um, we did get some love offerings though for like vehicles and certain like um, projects that we had By to the do. Way, love offering will be playing at the Mercury Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You keep doing this. Go ahead. Okay. So. Um, we would. We're talking about what what your twenty thousand a year had to cover. It would cover everything from mechanic repair repairs to buying food for a bunch of people, um, working on the Bible school. How many people? Oh, we would we would have a lot of people we'd be taking care of. Are we talking ten, twenty, thirty? Um. Okay. So we did have. I think we had about five thousand people one time, and but it was. 
Okay. 5,000 people. Yes. So we would have like church camps over there where we'd be telling people about Jesus and we would have money to like be putting down to buy food to feed everybody. So you're having a church service and 5,000 people just walk through and said, I need a sandwich? A lot of people would donate food and try Listen, to help out. Do you realize Jesus himself had to perform a miracle to feed five thousand? Yes, I do. Ah! Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Five thousand people. Yeah, that, that was like at a Mary's boom or a church camp. A what? A Mary's boom. What's a Mary's boom? Okay, so Mary's boom is like boom means you. Mary's what? Boom. It means you get together. I'm sorry, do we need a? So Mary that? means woman. And boom means to get together. So Mary's boom means a, a women's get together. Wow. Mary's boom will be opening for. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to kill this so okay. bad. Okay. So when they had something like this, uh -huh. it was on you guys to provide the food? We would help out. We really would. We'd have all our money and we would have to so it support. Might you had a rock concert worth of people. <laughs> We had a lot you of people. You had Woodstock. Yeah. And you're making $20,000 a year, and you got to provide eats for all these you have to think hungry the, little fellows. This was back during the early 1900s. 1990s. Yeah. Okay. So, it, I mean, money was worth a little bit more then, because gas, I remember gas was a dollar eighty something in California. Early 1990s. We're talking like, what, 95? Yeah, 95, 96. All right, there's been a difference, but twenty thousand bucks still. It, it, no, I get that. That's true. I mean, we're still not talking uh, DT money here. Huh? Wow. Yep. So, <clears throat> you guys were you lived in an area that was uh, you had to worry about these man-eating dudes. Uh, malaria, bitten get frickin' malaria. Bit with mosquitoes. Um, I never got malaria over there, um, but we did get it in Africa, which is another story for Frick another time. Africa, huh? Yep. So, did you like the role? Yes. Loved it. You enjoyed it. If I could take my entire family and go back there, I honestly think my entire family would say, let's go, in a heartbeat. I'll have to consult with the rest of the entire family. <laughs> so, you enjoyed it. It was I a did. simple life, Loved I'm sure. It. Loved it. Simple life, and a lot of times that it was it was a good time. That's worth a lot, uh, and uh, from what I understand, something happened that you guys had to leave there, correct? And you don't have to go into that detail that story, but something came up where you. Well, we had to go back to the states for a furlough because we were there for four years, and we had to go back to the states and reacquaint ourselves with how a first world country is because we were in a third world for so long, and we had no idea. So the group you were with didn't want the the. Uh, Influence were an off one? Huh? If you read, you had to go back because they didn't want the influence. We'll answer that after the break. Okay. We'll be right back on Hillbilly Broadcast. And we're back from break here on the Hillbilly Broadcast. When we went to break, we were just talking about you all, well, something come up, we don't have to get into that, but you all left New Guinea. Mm-hmm. And went to where? Uh, we went back 
to the States. Um, this was in 2001. And you mentioned that the group you were with, they didn't want the culture rubbing off on you? No, we, we had to reassociate ourselves with what well, it was like to be in America because we were so used to. So this, what, this wasn't the, the, the this wasn't the group's fault. It was just you guys. No, you just coming back just because. No, because like, okay, I get. It. While we would have been very happy living there, we did have family. Um, well, sure, because you guys ripped up here. roots and you're yeah. gone. Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay. Yep. So you were back here, and next thing you know, you're back someplace else. We went back to Papua New Guinea. But, okay, back to New Guinea. Then. Yep. Then you left there and went? Um, from Papua New Guinea, we went to Ghana, Africa. Ghana, Africa. Yeah. And worse or better than New Guinea? Worse. How much worse? Um, as in I almost died. From what? Um, I had jaundice, hepatitis A, malaria, chickenpox, a parasite. I was, I was very sick. My parents thought they had to fly me to Johannesburg or London or whatever just to keep me alive. You know, I had a really bad bologna sandwich once. It really upset my stomach. I don't know if it's anything like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was exactly like that. Were you talking? I'm sure were it was. You, were you hallucinating about ice cream and cucumbers? No, not then. <laughs> But one time this guy was in a van and he gave me a little pill and I hallucinated about some stuff then. Oh my. It was these little little tabs. He said, put this on your tongue. Yeah, Anyways. he said you'll take a trip and you'll never leave the farm. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you in Africa? Uh, we were there for two and a half years, I think it was. Okay. And you said it was much worse, like not enjoyable? Um, so there we actually had more of a compound. Um, so David Koresh was there? No. Dang it. No. Okay, I'm sorry. There was a actual, like, beautiful, beautiful big house. Um, it almost looked like it was maybe used for the Catholics or something at one time. Mm -hmm. Because it had these beautiful doors that were engraved, like, with the crucifixion. And um, they had, like... Forgive them for them. They don't know what they do. Engraved on the doors. It was absolutely gorgeous. There was actually like a little service area there for mm -hmm. a church area. Yeah. And we used it quite frequently for church. And then we had a kitchen on one side with a office on the other side. And then all like rooms, 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 rooms. Like it had so many rooms. And then we had a gatehouse where anybody could, you know, come in if they had to. And they could stay the night. And yeah, we... We had a very nice a little, little compo. Yeah, it was cool. very nice. Very cool. Uh, was it uh, overall out of the, the two areas you guys were at? You know, did did your dad, and mom see success? I mean, uh, yes. You know, people um, come to know Christ and so on and so forth. Yes, my my parents they have the biggest heart for missions and reaching out to lost souls and actually being a good example of what it's like to be a Christian. Um, That's I, I know I. It, they may feel like when it comes time, like all said and done, that they have not really done a lot for God, but they, they really have. They left a marker. They out. have a yeah. lot of people, like over in Papua New Guinea, and even other places. They'll be like, "Hey, you know, we're interested in having um, Jeff Rigsby and his wife to come down and be missionaries with us," and it's it's very flattering, and we really appreciate it. Um, I know, but with my dad being sick with a heart transplant and everything. Your dad just had a heart transplant what, two years ago? Uh, it'll, October will be two years. That's a freaking story in its own. We'll have to get him on talking about this. Yes. That's yes. almost creepy. Just, uh, if we, like, 
Yeah, if Anyways. you just look at the pictures, man, like my dad, do you see how pink my dad was? He looked so good this last time he was here. He good. I wouldn't describe him as pink. Gee, yes, whiz. his face, like his, the complexion was pink. Pink? Yeah, dad was so pale Flesh and colored, nasty. Like, pink? Gee, whiz, I know this is Pride Month, but come on. <laughs> I'm pulling your chain, of course. Um, so, uh, they felt like that was their calling at that time in their life and then yeah. you kids started coming of age and they're like well let's get back let's uh um yeah so i will say that the church is not very um oh, how do i say this i don't i don't want to say that they are racist but they do like separation of people um i do know the church you were a part of yeah, like if we didn't really have a lot of um, black people or people of color or different races in our church. Okay. If we did have, like there was the um, Spanish church. They had their Spanish camp. They had their own services. It was never so all grouped stayed. together. Um, I see. And I don't. That's all. We did not like that. Like my parents, I actually um, jived in there with my parents. We went to Spanish camp. Um, we went to Spanish services. We love the Spanish food. Like you know, I'm always pushing mm -hmm. Mexican food on you because it's what I've known. And I'm, I've yeah. always identified with people of color because that's all I've really ever known. Like I was from the time I was in Rock Island, Illinois. I was going to Arsenal Courts and going to the projects and bringing in, you know, it didn't matter if you were black or you were Asian or you were brown or whatever you were. My mom had this wonderful children's group and she would bring anybody and everybody to our home or she would um, tell them about Jesus. We'd give them food to the best we could just to tell everybody about Jesus mm -hmm. and how much he loves them. And he died for them. And, and so my parents have always had a heart for the minorities. Yeah. And I identify that's, with, uh, that's how I identify with people of color as well. Uh, that time I stole that dude's identity. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We need a car crash uh, sound effect. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. And so, <laughs> that was a dud. So you're saying the 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 church they wanted to. They like separation. They really do like separation. Um, Trying to tread I, on this ground easily, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it like that, but it is true. Like, you do not really see a lot of people of different races coming to church. Um, mm. I don't know exactly why. There's nothing that says that they hated people of color or, but it was just like they did not associate. And that's something I've never understood because my parents, like, even when we were living out in Papua New Guinea or Africa, like, we've always treated everybody as if they were just as good as us, if not better. Because right. when we're right. in their territory, they have the upper hand. Like, they, they're going to be the smarter one. They're going to mm -hmm. be the one with the better connections. and the. So, yeah, we might have a little bit of money, but... What's money if you don't know how to, right, right. you know, your environment? So yeah, well, that's uh, that's an interesting, interesting point. Uh, and like I say, especially in in this day and age, you got to tread so easy on those subjects. I mean, it's, it's yeah. almost not even worth getting into. But that's an interesting, uh, interesting thought. Uh, so you came back and uh, you know lived your what? What were you fourteen when you came back? Um, I was sixteen, almost seventeen. 
16 was 17. Mm -hmm. So then you uh, you spent late teens uh, back here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Met and married a dashing young gentleman. Yep. When I was 20. Dang. Yeah. Tell you, and that's the happy ending all, of that story, folks. He's a baby-faced looking boy. He was back then. Yeah. Now he looks like a caveman. I'd shave off the beard to lose the weight. If I could it's turn right. around. I and like then, you the way actually, you are. I don't know if I would. No, I don't. Dang it. No. I like it too much. Well, that's cool. So, uh, good way to grow up overall? Yes, absolutely. You like it? I, I really feel like it really opened my eyes to like just how just how lucky I have been because a lot of kids, I was around the world four times before I was 16. Hmm. That says something. Like a lot of kids aren't able to do that. You're, you have to be a rich family in order to do that. Mm -hmm. But we, we didn't have that. So <laughs> Seneca went to go lay down in, bed. Getting in the bed. <laughs> yeah, um, so you got to have a little bit of an adventure before, yes. uh, before most people would. Absolutely. Most, and, and most people will never have that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not just talking about kids. We're talking about nobody. That's expensive. That's just sad, though. But since was, you guys were so rich with that Joel Osteen money, like oh, absolutely, yeah, twenty thousand dollars a year. My goodness. Well, good, good. I like the story. Yeah. Um, we're about out of time. Closing thoughts. Closing statement. This dog getting in and out of this <laughs> dang bed. Hey, how about you clowns take a hike? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Closing statements. <laughs> Um, I would really like to hear some of the things my dad had to say too. I think it would be awesome to have him on. Um, it talk would be. To him and my mom. Well, we do know. We do know that uh, they're getting ready to possibly move this direction. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're. Like and they I, were on episode two. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we had a blast that night. Yeah. Blast that night with our round table of seven people. Seven people and one microphone. They loved it. It was such a good experience. But my parents know what it's like with West Virginia. Like, because <laughs> they're so used to Pennsylvania life, and now they're going to have to be associated with mm -hmm. West Virginia. Mm -hmm. They're going to learn Virginia. the redneck ways. <laughs> West Virginia is a cat of a different breed, that's for sure. Absolutely. All right, you good to go? Yeah. You want to tell the people bye? Bye. Bye-bye. Listen, we'll be back. New episodes every Monday. You can catch us on uh, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Just just search for us wherever you listen to your podcast. Anchor. We should pop up. Yes, Anchor Podcasts. Uh, a lot of times we upload this also to Facebook just for uh, people that would rather watch it on there. Um, other than that, that's all I got to say. I love you, and we'll see you next time on Hillbilly Broadcast. Peace. Peace.